Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, good day to you. My name is Chance Solem Pfeiffer. I'm one of the hosts of Be Real here on the Playlist Podcast Network. But I do not come to you today in that respect. I come to you as uh, an interviewer. Today, talking to Christina Gallego, one of the directors of the new film, Birds of Passage, which is getting some great notices and opens this week in select U.S. cities. I think it'll make its way around the country throughout the early spring here. What you're about to hear in this conversation with Christina might require just a little bit of context and background. So she's co-directing for the first time on this movie uh, with a creative and I, I believe formerly uh, life partner in Ciro Guerra, um, who they, they've worked on many films together um, with Christina, mostly in a production capacity, uh, Embrace the Serpent, Wandering Shadows, The Wind Journeys. Uh, but this was her first movie, uh, stepping up with directorial duties, and it is a, it is a crime epic, uh, Colombian crime epic that re- reminded me a lot of The Godfather Part Two in a way, especially in sort of the the Vito flashbacks. What you're watching is kind of a origin story that you probably didn't even know was there for the South American drug trade, which is something that's been, you know, part of. Uh, western hemisphere cinema we we know it we know it pretty well in uh in you know higher octane kind of cowboy drug movies um but birds of passage is not so much that way it is more of a generational cultural study movie about corruption and lost uh it's definitely in conversation with 2015's embrace of the serpent I won't get into uh, an actual review here. If you want to hear that, I would definitely encourage you to go over to the most recent episode of Adjust Your Tracking, where Joe Von Oppen and Eric McClanahan uh, have some really nice things and some quite insightful things to say about the film. But I will say that it's, it's a gorgeously shot and observed and structured movie. And if there was a thing that sort of led me, let's just say politely, toward confusion, it's that the Wayu people, the indigenous tribe at the, at the center of this film that begins, uh, you know, makes a sudden fortune off a booming marijuana trade in the 1960s, it's that they don't talk a lot about what their traditions mean to them the traditions that we sort of see deteriorate over the course. And some of that may just be cultural distance and the fact that a movie does not have to explain and justify its cultures and itself to outside viewers. But it's interesting, one of the parts of this conversation with Christina I enjoyed the most, is her talking about a disparity in perspective among the YU themselves, about what this time in their history, you know, meant to them. So I think now let's get to it. Thanks for your support of the Playlist Podcast Network. Listen to all the shows. If you want to hear some Be Real, we've got one coming up, uh, hinging around High Flying Bird, the new Soderbergh. And uh, we're going to talk about it 
paired with some other movies about innovation in the sports industry. Doesn't that sound much different than what we're doing here right now? Okay, without further ado, here is Christina Gallego talking about her very good new movie, Birds of Passage. Míralo, Rafa. La marihuana es la felicidad del mundo. Christina, I just wanted to uh, start a little bit with you. You obviously came into Birds of Passage with a wealth of experience as a producer and as a collaborator with Ciro, um, but your first time directing technically. I'm curious, what parts of that role um, did you find really suited you or really activated you? And then what parts were challenging? For me, in the direction uh, side, uh, I think that the, 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 in, in this first experience, what I enjoyed as most was the relation, the conversation, the work with the actors. Uh, but that was something that I, that I felt more comfortable because I, I, I knew I want to, I was uh, more focusing in, in, in that creation during the script process, in their relations, and the, in their motivations and all of this, and in the in the set that that was something that I really enjoy, and I think that was more more my bigger strength, and and this is something that I want want to do more work, obviously, and to know uh, things and process and all of this, and it may, brings me back to many years ago when I was in in my first. Uh, moments at the university I was in the uh, in a theater group so in it brings me to that uh, uh-huh. a, again to that experience of working with actors the things that is more challenge for me is it's uh, something where Ciro is the most strongest person that I have known that even directors uh, is in the visual uh, in the shoot regard the visual things sure. Uh, and uh, where I'm from, where to uh, uh, do this portrait, and this is something that is uh, he's very clever, he's very clear, he's very strong in in these things, and I and I and I feel that I have less. Uh, obviously, I never think the way the things like this. I'm more structured. I'm more in the history. I'm more in the. Or yes, I find that we found a balance between us in the in in these aspects, and and it was very nice. It's something that really, if if we want to uh, continue together, maybe I will need to learn more about these uh, uh, things. But I'm, but I'm really interested in in the histories and the, in the humans more than uh, in in visuals. But yeah, so let's talk about histories and humans then. Um... I'm curious, I know you guys went to great lengths to uh, consult with the YU people and uh, get their culture right on screen and also that a large portion of your crew was made up uh, of, of YU people. What was the response like from them um, initially? Maybe there were different responses when, when you and Ciro initially approached about wanting to do this movie. This is a community that doesn't work in uh, in 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 social structures, big social structures. So all the conversations is one to one with the families, 
with the mm-hmm. main main authorities of each family of each town uh, and going by, one by one and we were we have the lucky that we most of the the, the people that we involved in the film became or belong uh, from a from a family from a place a special place and they all uh, uh, adopt us and we were involved in most of, of, of that family, and they uh, teach our actors. As you conversed with people, what in what light did they remember this time in their history? I mean, it's a, it's a movie that is it's a lot of ways about loss and deterioration, but I think having read some other interviews with you guys, that some people, you know, had different memories of, of this time. What, what did... What was the tone of the way they talked about, you know, the 50s and the 60s and the beginning of this trade? The more strange thing is that they, even the, if this, uh, all of this period, what left a, a big violence, a big amount of deaths, he's remembered as a golden age. Mm. Why? Why? Because all, <laughs> all of this uh, money and luxury and the things that arrived were so, so crazy. Uh, but it was a, a moment when, uh, yes, for example, one thing that uh, they told us and we didn't include in the film was about that Rolex, the the watch, uh, the watch Rolex, the brand of watches. Oh right, right, yes. Uh, that they were the major market for Rolex at that time. Mm-hmm. That all the people has wearing Rolex, and not only the people, but also the donkeys. Also the donkeys. Wow. Um, so, oh, there's many histories like that, and they are telling tol- tol- uh, that histories and, and the other thing that they remember or, or they say is in the yeah. tone is that the most of the brave people uh, or all the brave people is dead. The only one who survived was the was the um, cowards. Interesting. Most of the people from there and, and, and from our cities also was involved in that business. But the people in the cities doesn't talk about this. But the people from the region tell, tell us about all kind of amazing history because it also showed to us that the, the start of this business was a naive business. Mm-hmm. It was not as illegal as it will be later. Yeah. It was a thing that involved of the people that they are, but they are didn't think about that it was a bad thing or 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 that it will gonna be the start of all of this tragedy that happened. So on this subject, Christina, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the the character of Ursula, the the matriarch of the family. Um, I have to say, watching the movie, she subverted a lot of my expectations because I expected her to be sort of, you know, as the movie unfolded, like the main opposition to this, you know, the trafficking and the trade beginning because she would say, you know, this, these parts of our family are sacred and we're, we're not going to do this. But actually, you know, she's able to um, lead that charge too and transfer a lot of uh, the codes and things from the from the family and the clan to this new enterprise. And I have to say that surprised me. So I'm curious how you viewed that character and how she was flexible enough to make that kind of change. I think that this character for me was one of my 
not only big uh, concerns, but it's the one who uh, make me move more things inside. She's behavior. It's uh, and and this is something that you can see from uh, when you. I am mother. No, mm-hmm. it's a it's a, a reason to do anything for my, the family, but even to kill other people, even to be a, a bad. No, even to, even to be uh, to go beyond uh, uh, or or over anyone to get the family together. And, and for me, that this is something that is not only in her. I, I really feel very represented in, in that uh, woman when, uh, when I saw, see my, uh, my way to see the things. No, it's, uh, it's something that maybe you are asking or you're confronting you all the time. Or this is in my, in my imagination or in my intuition. But if I don't follow my intuition, the things will going to be bad, really. Uh, but I don't have the the proofs to avoid that and, and all of this. I have to ask you about the the house or the family compound because when it first appears um, at the beginning of like one of the new acts, it's it's so striking to see it, you know, kind of perched there on the edge of um, the desert. Uh, how did you guys conceive of the design and the look, and what was the building process like? Yes, the the design, the look. Uh, we work with with Angelica Perea. is our production designer since uh, uh, it was. She was also in, in Embrace. She was also in the Wind Journeys. It's a very close friend. Okay. But she is an artist in all the in all he, uh, his uh, cre- uh, her creations. It's an incredible artist that it's looking also all the time in different layers a, a, a block a jail for the characters and, and in this special shoot is a shoot that I really love and when it comes with the uh, like the first uh, um, image of a period that that is called la bonanza or the great moments mm-hmm. uh, and you see this growing up of the family but at the same time this place full of people with guns uh, is something that for me I'm, I was asking myself oh what is this what is the what is the uh, the goal to have all of these things no to be confined to be in that in that place that is not useful for them no? right yeah 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 that makes sense it's I mean it's so you know it's it's opulent and beautiful but it is also just weird it's such a like over like a turn away from where they came from so quickly mm-hmm. strange um i want to ask about the image that ends the movie i don't think i'm spoiling anything because i won't give the context but just the the girl struggling with the goats um it's so specific and so you know like dreamlike almost did that specific image come from somewhere or is that just what you guys came up with in the script no, that image. Yes, yeah, you you can end the film in very different ways. No, yeah. uh, maybe finishing with Leonidas completely drunk, uh, uh, almost die like the bad way of the of, of, of this family, the end of this family. But when we uh, want to give this uh, last shoot for the film, for me. It's a kind of hope 
uh, we don't know nothing about her, but she's dealing with someone, no, starting again alone, maybe as Ursula was or starting this family. And with the with the rain that the, the rain that is coming to take out all of the things and the memories and the and the wind will gonna bring all of these things that happen away if we don't tell don't tell this history. But also the the idea of the rain that obviously that was nothing that was something that we haven't in the script that just happened and we move with the things that yeah. happen to us and we uh, change the script and all of this uh, in, in this process but at the end uh, yes what you say see it's the, the end of the season this is reminding me you guys uh, you had some some fights with the weather and the elements on the production right what yes. all ha- what all happened <laughs> yes, yes, yes we were some uh, Events uh, and, and and if you see the the film, they are credited as as the supernatural team of uh, special effects. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, we have in the first two weeks a uh, sandstorm over us, just over the set. We had some pictures from outside, and the sandstorm was just over us. Uh, and we were dealing with that. We don't want know if we need to uh, cancel the shooting or not. But we were there in the yeah. middle of, in the middle of this, and we were also shooting in a desert. But but as we started to, the construction of the house and the town, uh, we had a problem with a river, and it started uh, to to bring the water. Near, 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 until the moment that we were floating, uh, and we need to construct a dig and to take out, out the water and pray for sun to to bring the to to uh, uh, dry the, yeah. the the place. And it instead it makes a very nice uh, floor uh-huh. <laughs> after all of this water. Sure. Uh, and uh, and at the end we have this electrical uh, storm that destroys our set. Oh my god! And, and we already have two more days of shooting there, but we need to uh, uh, cut the script and and re- rewrite the end of the film uh, to do to to do it. Uh, and in that uh, and and it was to and, and we need to rewrite and it was better really when we rewrite the the, the script it was so oh this is really nice and for example with this last shoot it was the lucky we were in the in the last uh, uh, shoot of the day and the day start to uh, to be uh, more dark and dark and it started the rain and we were stuck in the middle of the desert it was a problem after that but but it's a really beautiful end for the film yeah out of curiosity how many days did you shoot for nine weeks nine weeks okay nine weeks. Yeah, six days per week all right um I just had a couple, a couple more, Christina. I re, I watched again Embrace of the Serpent recently too, and and was thinking a lot about it, kind of compared to this movie and in conversation with this this movie, and and both of them really deal in important, striking moments with with not just the, you know, the loss of 
like literal traditions, but also just like the loss of, of memory of cultural memory. Um, and I think the girl with the goats is, is another kind of striking example of that. Uh, do you, do you feel like film is a way to fight that in real life? Yes, I think that we had the the film, uh, the power of the films. It's so big. Yeah. No, yeah. we know about all the history of the Holocaust because there have been made a lot of films. Of course, and yeah. this is a history that all the, the the humanity it's avoiding to repeat. When we see this extreme right within with the new fascists, and this is something that it's in our minds, but it's because the cinema. But the, but the history of, of about the Arab countries or the Palestinian ones, we didn't know nothing about them. But this is another history, and I think that the the, the cinema has the power to to bring uh, the history alive and to to take it out from the from the bibliotheques or from the books that maybe m- many people uh, educated have the access. But most of the people uh, that are in the in the common life that doesn't have the access, and and this is a way to to show and to talk about yourself and your history and your uh, way of see the life, and and I and I think that this is something that is very important for us uh, because we are we we become or we belong for, from a country that has also a very re- strange relation with the history and with the history from outside and and with a and ha- that all the as it happens here in in the United States it's a society that has been constructed back to the their own people yeah. no it's yep. not the indigenous it's poor people it's the work a, a, the working classes and 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 if we don't can see us is uh, that I think I think that the cinema has the power to bring you to the shoes of the others, and the things that we already know all this history of explorators in the Amazon or in the or or like the uh, yes it's are are around uh, the world, the explorators are around the world knowing the, the cultures. But what, what happened if you change the point of view and you, ca- you talk about the, this exploration from the side of the exploited one? Mm. No? Uh, yes, and this is something that, that it's in our, in our cinema. Last question, Christina. Uh, I, I think I had read that um, you had a project that you wanted to direct next that we're thinking of. Is there more directing in your future? Yes, yes, I think that uh, uh, that was a, a normal step, but, uh, but that was a step that I really enjoyed. And uh, yes, I think that I feel now more connected maybe 10 years ago or even five years ago. I, I didn't have the feeling that I can tell uh, a really history that I need to tell. But as as I I suppose that I gained confidence with uh, working in, in that themes with the embrace of the serpent and now with this and I, now I'm feeling more empathy to with other histories that I want to tell. That's great. Uh, well, congrats on the movie. It's 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 ambitious and beautiful, and I, I know it was very hard to make, um, uh, but I hope it finds success. And pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Para eso que es la plata. Para gastársela. No hay cita ya. Hay que enamorar y una acá. Nos somos hermanos, Rafa. ¡Rafa!